Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cobalt Cave Studios. I am your Cobalt Ailey, and with me is fellow Cobalt Shiv, plus a very special guest, our very, very first guest on Two Cobalt and Trenchcoat. So we're quite excited about this. So, yay, uh, Shiv, why don't you go ahead and introduce our fabulous guest today? I will indeed. And today, joining us is a man who you will probably see around the sphere. He is a creative genius in some of the things he's come ah. out with character-wise ah. and other things. <laughs> um, and you would have seen him on various shows, Hobru Havoc as Dodo, as Blood War, as Varelas, and as well as uh, Booty on DMD, DM Studios as Monty Beefcastle. We are joined today by the fabulous, the fantastic, the silver voiced man himself, Mr. Callum Lee. Thank you for joining us. Wow. That was a, one <laughs> hell of an introduction. <laughs> Creative genius. Are you sure? Well, uh, and I'd just like to... Go on. Yeah, Shiv just, uh, he said, uh, I'm the first guest, he referred to it as uh, breaking the seal, which I quite yes. enjoyed. Uh, yeah. Yes. I, we, I we can break that yeah. seal as our, as our new first guest and hope we'll have many more. But yeah, so today yes, we're going to talk... Ladies and gentlemen, this is the, this is the direction that, uh, that we're going in. Breaking yeah. of seals. <laughs> breaking of seals. <laughs> yes. Fresh out of the packet. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about uh, finding your voice as a character, as well as, as a player, and a little bit of voice acting as well. So the first question I've got for you, Cal, is... How do you decide what character your voice is going to have? Do you have a process uh, or is it more sort of how you think the character will develop? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it varies. But the first thing I would do is just take a look at how your character looks and think, what do they sound like? What would they sound out sound like? So um, I think as well, it's worth always chatting with your DM or GM uh, as to the setting of the campaign or, or one shot or whatever you're doing. Um, maybe they come from a land that's got a regional accent or something like that that you can work on. And it's all achievable with practice, you know, um, accents and things. You know, you, you get there in the end if you just keep at it. But yeah, if you take a look at how your character looks, um, I know Hero Forge is really good for like creating minis and stuff. Like there are others out there, but Hero Forge is the one I use quite a lot. Um, and I create them, their image, and I think how would they sound? And um, you know, just get their general vibe, which I know is like the most basic thing you could possibly say when it comes to uh, <laughs> this. But you get their vibe, and you go, yeah, that's that's how I think this this character will sound. But it is always worth chatting with you. DMGM and um, you know about their world as well. Well, it's going to be everyone's world, but it's um, you know if they're creating a world and they've got specific accents that um, you want to have a crack at, then yeah, go for it. Good. So <clears throat> with your, the characters you have so far, you've got Dodo, you've got Borellis, you've got Monty Beefcastle. Out of those, which is your favourite accent to try and sort of pull off? I love, love, love doing Scottish accent. Mm -hmm. I've got Scottish um, family. My grandparents are from Scotland, and it's a really – and it, do you know what? It suits the fantasy setting. It just does, and um, I think Welsh does as well. You know, I'm, I live in Wales, and that definitely suits the fantasy um, the fantasy vibe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, just going back to the first question, mm -hmm. you know, about creating – character voices you know there's things that you should think about 
when you're going through it. So, um, you know, do they take, you give them like a bit of a quirk, you know, do they take like long pauses? Um, maybe they're from a noble background, so they'll be really eloquent and, um, you know, use really long words, uh, sound really clever, like I don't in real life. And, you <laughs> come know. Now, come now. <laughs> come on, come, come now, sir. How dare you? Know, but yeah, maybe they, you know, like have some sort of difference in there, your ums, your ahs, and, you know, rolling ahs, gravelly voice. There's all these options out there just to give them a little bit of a, a quirk. So I've got like, um, I, I've got, a, well, I don't know if it's patented or not. And I can't remember. It was a long time ago because I used to do like um, a fair bit of improv and stuff in university. And we were talking about um character voices and things like that and between us we came up with and i don't know if this is a a thing now or if anyone else has come up with a technique called the parp technique p-a-r-p um (laughs) so and that involves like um the the p for uh your pattern of speech and the quirks as i've just mentioned like your gravelly voice or you know diffluence and things like that and pauses etc so p for pattern A for your accent, R for like the rhythm and the tone of the voice, and the last P for pitch and intonation. So, you know, your rise and your falls in your voice and and things like that. But um, in terms of uh, favorite accents to do, going back to your second question, because I've done a massive circle loop there. (laughs) But um, a little spiral, Uh, you know, it's like, whoop. Is it on peep shows like it's from A to Z to X? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that, that's how we're approaching this, yeah. right? Today. But um, yeah, it, I, it, Scottish accents usually my go-to. Yeah. I, you know, if I'm stuck for an NPC voice, if I'm DMing or something, it'll usually it'll usually come out in a Scottish accent because it it just it comes naturally to me. But other accents are oh, available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, you know. Don't, um, we don't discriminate on yeah, accents. Yeah, that's the word. Just discriminate on accents, what you use. Because um, I know in the beginning when we did Homebrew Havoc, you were a toss-up between what you're going to use for Dodo. And I remember you saying, what sounds better? Was it Scottish, Scottish accent or a Welsh accent? And obviously Dodo's name and so forth, there's some Welsh sort of influences there. Were you determined, were you, was there any part of your thought, I want to have a Welsh character in an actual play on stream at any point? Or were you kind of thinking let's just mix it up let's do something different i think looking at dodo and how he, how he is just general vibe and how he acts i think i think the scottish accent ultimately suits him better um i did briefly um when you did curse of strad on the dm dm studios i, I played a character called uh, otto who was like a half orc chef and he <laughs> had uh, like a welsh valleys accent which i really enjoyed doing oh, wow um, yeah <laughs> It was really, it was, it was good fun doing that. It's a shame that that one sort of ended um, for a variety of reasons, but it was fun to play that. But um, yeah, I like doing it. I like playing with accents at the end of the day. I enjoy it. I love it. I love role playing. And, um, you know, but I will say that it is not the most important thing in, in role playing games, especially TTRPGs. You know, you don't have to do accents and things. But you can give them these little quirks, like I've I've mentioned previously, like you know, rolling your R's or you know, speaking frenzied or you know, your characters' ums and R's and things like that. I mean, for me personally, I think... this is sorry, Ellie. Go on. 
Sorry, no, no. I was just, I was just going to say what what Cal was saying about um, giving them different quirks. It doesn't so much matter necessarily about the accent that you pull off. You can use your own, but even in your own voice, you've got lots of different pitches and tones that you can go to. So there's a big difference between someone saying, "Hi, my name's Ailey," and then there's, "Hi, my name's Ailey," mm. and automatically those two different things give off two different characters one's bright and sunny and the other one's like get out of my fucking face yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's the accent yeah. isn't necessarily the be all and end all it's how yeah. you say it yeah yeah and i think it's like sense. yeah how you say it and there's ways to go uh, that you know you don't really need training or practice to do to change how your voice sounds you can do something as simple as as change the shape of your mouth or like, you know, you could clench your teeth when you talk, you could um, tighten your lips on one side and your voice will sound different and it's subtle enough to differentiate between NPCs and player characters and things. It's not, you don't even have to do it at all if you don't want to. I've played with plenty of DMs and, and, and players that don't do accents at all. And, and the game is just as immersive and just as fun. But for me being a role player and, and, and just getting a kick out of it and, you know, doing who, someone who does voice acting anyway, I, I just love doing accents and playing around with the characters, but you don't have to, you just don't. It's true. You don't have to, but I think it kind of also, or I mean, for your case in particular, you can differentiate your, your characters. You know who Dodo is when you hear his voice, you know who Monty Beefcastle is and so on and so forth. For someone like me though, who just doesn't do accents at all, I can portray the different characters by just general turning up the surliness. <laughs> for Hawthorne, for example, how, how pissed off? How pissed yeah. off is this character? Right? Okay, that's Hawthorne. Yeah. I mean, um, that's that's kind of it. It was more like I honestly came into that thinking, does he need a voice? Okay, he's probably going to be a cleric. He's going to be a bit softer, and then he just firm, developed into this angry badger, this annoyed, irritable badger <laughs> over time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like not where I wanted to go with it, but we're here now, so it's fine. And I mean, yeah, it, it comes naturally. It does. That's, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. And do you know what? Yeah. It, works it does so. it does and that's that's the thing and it's back to your point where you said you don't have to um do accents because i know some people are quite sensitive to like um uh basically being like role playing and things like that they're like oh, i'm a bit sort of guarded i don't really want to express myself too much so they'll kind of just talk in their own voice which is absolutely fine and it's much like you said it's different inflections it's different the ways you do things and it's just a different vibe of the character, even if you haven't got an accent, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree. I mean, that's so for from my point of view, I quite enjoy doing accents. I did not train in voice acting at all. RSC, dear, RSC. No. <laughs> I did, I did <laughs> theatre at school, but you know what? I was reduced to technical theatre because my uh, theatre teacher didn't like me because I corrected his Shakespeare. He got a quote wrong and I corrected oh, okay. it and he, hate, mm. he hated me thereafter. So I was relegated to technical theatre and I became the genius that ran all the lighting and sound. Um, so phew, his loss. But <laughs> I very much enjoy – I enjoy doing the voices because – Sometimes when you're trying to figure out what someone sounds like, it changes the way you play the character. So you, when I first started with Kiva, I thought of her as being quite, you know, a little bit shy, a little bit like, oh, you know, um, 
bit of a wallflower, but hmm. really, very, you know, musically inclined. But um, then she got her voice and it kind of changed her a little bit. She's not quite as shy, but she's still quite dim. She 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 went from being sh- shy and lovable to dim and lovable instead. <laughs> and it's, it's like I don't know how she's made it to this point, but she kind of has, and it works, and I dig it. And it was all because I changed the voice because originally she was going to have just a bog standard English accent because I was not confident in doing. Um, Voices in front of you guys because I didn't know you guys. I was like, mm. "Am I going to offend someone if I pull out all of the f- weird <laughs> no, stuff?" No. Mm. It's, it's it? a good point, though. It's a good point, and it, it's the social thing. You know, it, it does kind of come with confidence. You know, being able to to just pipe up and with people you've never met before and just start. You know acting out yeah. you know it's, it's it's tricky start throwing the accents out and they're like what do you think guys no one's looking like and uh, okay is this what we're doing like people get nervous and things like that don't they when someone's just yeah. kind of going a bit overboard well not overboard that's the wrong word but you know what i mean well often voice acting you know as a an industry as a as an art form is kind of it, it's often considered like it's like an exaggerated form of acting. Hmm. You, know, you almost have to be slightly over the top with it. You know, you, you, with voice acting, you're often playing like, you're, you know, you're going to be playing cartoon characters and variety of things which are larger than life and are not real. <laughs> and so you do t- tend to like exaggerate um, with it and it suits it, you know, that you've got to, you know, it, it does suit it. Um that transfers over to DTRPGs as well. You are playing, you know, a fantasy character. Um, surprise, surprise. I'm not actually an owl in real life. So <laughs> oh, it's like, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. That know, was me thinking. That was me thinking you were casting disguised self every Thursday. Damn oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's nice uh-huh. know, right? sort of peek behind the curtain there. And it's just you know, people can be disappointed. Oh. But there we go. Magic yeah. is magic's <laughs> yeah. gone. Oh, yes, that so um, dis- <laughs> egg-shaped head of mine is just a hologram this whole time. <laughs> All feathers over there, full crest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yes. I love it. So, with voice acting, what was it that kind of drew you to that? Was it something you'd already looked into, looked at, or was it something you kind of just fell into with TTRPGs? I suppose it comes from like the improv. Um, backgrounds and you know doing that and playing you know characters made up on the fly and going with the flow and I suppose as well it was being into TTRPGs and I found that I had a bit of a knack for um, coming up with good characters and and uh, what I think are pretty decent voices for them and um, you know quite a wide range Um, and I've played a lot of games and i've um done a lot of different accents and a lot of different characters so i mean that's been good practice in itself um in terms of um doing it as a sort of career i mean it's not it's not a full-time gig for me it's not i i I do things here and there with um you know i'll try and do as many auditions for things as i can some successful, some not, and it's a very, very difficult thing to do. 
you know um i do a lot of the sort of sort of corporate side of it as well you know for like um uh like training videos and stuff i've done which requires it's, it's sort of a mixture between voiceover and sort of acting as well you know um that i i've done um i mean that's where i find that most of the the actual paid stuff comes from but it's like um voice acting and i think i think it is a very crowded field um in terms of wanting to be voice a character say in a game or or you know on a cartoon or something like that you know i mean that's a lot of people's dream job i think um uh and i mean i always thought that'd be so cool I just, I really did. Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm still wait, waiting for that one big break, you know, where it's like I voice uh, a main character in a game or something like yeah. that. That would be, that would, that would be my dream. Um, and I think now having done acting and, you know, I spend hours and hours every week doing characters <laughs> and stuff, you yeah. know, DMing and all sorts of stuff. So I'm, I, I think that, um, you know, I I'm in a good place to be able to to do it now. I think I've got the experience. So with everything that comes with practice, but what drew me to voice acting? Mm. Um, the money. It's just <laughs> awesome. <I'm very laughs> Those Benjamins. Yeah, very messy. Sweets. Yeah. No. Sweet, sweet Benjamins. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just, I, I love it. Uh, the, I love role-playing. Yeah. I hope that you guys know that from playing with me in a variety of, of games and homebrew habits. Definitely especially. playing and but watching. I love, yeah, yeah, I love getting into character and, um, and you know, really rolling with it. And I do get lost in it. I, I just, I just absolutely love it. And to make a career out of it would be amazing because I got a pretty good repertoire now, I think. Um, I mean, how about you guys? I mean, you guys do like amazing. This isn't this isn't a Cal interview. This is like uh, <laughs> this is a discussion. A I want to know, like, yeah, you Go guys on. are like, I, I love the. I mean, Ailey's Scottish accent for Kiva is is amazing. I mean, it's really really good. Um, I, I mean, thank my do, grandmother you guys, for that. <laughs> yeah, my grandmother yes. was Scottish. My my dad's. My my dad was born in England, but both of his parents are Scottish. So it's like okay, yeah, yeah still that in there. It's great. So it naturally naturally comes through. That's that's Ooh. amazing. I mean, yeah. you guys do you do you have any aspirations to do anything uh, with with voice acting at all? Uh, like as a as a to voice a character in a film or something? Do you know what? That wouldn't be too bad, but I don't know whether I've got the... Well, maybe I'd have to try more effort, accents and things like that to give it a shot, but yeah, I think... Well, the reason I say you know, it is because you guys are really good at it. I actually think, Shiv, that you would be really good reading audiobooks because you've got that really relaxing That's sort fine. of... <laughs> yeah, you've got that really relaxing tone that's like people could just sit there and listen to you read a book to them for mm. hours, and it's like, oh, yeah... Well, I wrote a book once, so I might have to do the audio version of myself. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I quite like the idea. I got very inspired when I saw that's 
when I first saw Critical Role the very first time, like years ago, mm. and I saw Travis Willingham go from playing Grog to playing um, Ford. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's really impressive. And then my, my husband was like, oh, you know he voices Gaslo in World of Warcraft, who is the goblin. And I was like, wait, what? This guy? <laughs> this yeah. guy. But that guy's like eight feet tall. How can he yeah. voice Gaslo? Because Gaslow's all really nasal. You've got the, like, time is money, friend, kind of thing going on. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, he did that? And it's like, yeah, 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 that... Uh, that Liam O'Brien guy, he was Illidan. What? Yeah, I mean... That's, no! Did it, he? That's the thing with voice I acting. Nearly, I nearly died. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh my God, but look at him. He's he's, he's not <laughs> big, scary, elf, fell-blooded elf guy. This is a... No. <laughs> but that's the thing. <laughs> with, I kind of... With voice acting, <laughs> you do realise, once you hear him enough times, like wait a minute, that's that guy or that's that person because they have a certain way of doing things. So, yeah, I mean, with those guys, they are fantastic and they're really good at what they do. They've done like animes and games and all sorts of stuff. I mean, me personally, I would love to be a, do a voice in an anime, in a Japanese anime. That'd be awesome. I'd love to do that. That'd be all that. Can I'd, you I'd, speak mm. Japanese? No, but I can, I can do the dub it. It'd be easy. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk English and then go, yeah, oh. do that. But yeah, that's, that's a good question because that's not something I've ever considered. I mean, I, I've only ever considered doing this, this kind of podcasting thing. It's kind of, you know, speaky podcast. Well, <laughs> I, I say it because, A, you've got a nice voice oh. and Hawthorne is is awesome. And B, it's because uh, you guys are really good role players as well in the game, you know, so from 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 an acting standpoint as well. So, um, yeah, that's just, just an observation from me, really, yeah. I feel like I'm being recruited. <laughs> Cal's going to set up his own agency. I feel like I'm being recruited. Hey, sign me up. I'm in. I'm, you don't have to sell me. I was, I'm done. I'm in. Where's the contract? I'm part of these Benjamins. <laughs> I've just bought a place, so I need some money. <laughs> um, but no, the first accent I did was actually on your one shot. That was the first kind of proper accent I did. <clears throat> oh, it was like a West Country. Yeah, it was like the pirate Stolian, yeah. yeah. and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And that was kind of like, <laughs> do you know what? Let's just throw it in. He's a big bugbear pirate, why not? And the, the whole it was great. soul fade away. Arr, as he just leaves the room, as he leaves the conversation. <laughs> but it's things like that that make a character. Precisely. like And, um, you know, <laughs> faded away arr, yeah, they are. thing as he sort of backs up. You know, these little quirks that make... Um, yeah make voicing a character like um it, it just brings them to life you know but that was yeah. the thing is that the part of it I... where you were going oh you know the eye thing sees you in the room and then it's like you can leave and then in my mind this character's like would be like do i just go then or do you want me to stay is it it's like what do i do <laughs> oh i'll just leave it <laughs> and just fade into the background <laughs> See, I regret I being it. able to play in in the one shot. I got obviously I got stuck in traffic in Lincoln, so that was um, not fun. But I had uh, my character was called Mercy, who was an assassin. So it's a, you know proper conundrum of a name there, Mercy. No, um, but I had this idea for her that she was going to be one of these quite 
deep sound, like a woman with quite a deep voice. Right. And um, her, she had a habit as I was practicing her voice. If somebody said something and she was just getting frustrated and wanted them to go away, she would literally just go, why do you not just bite me? <laughs> so you give her a catchphrase. Basically, it came up a lot when I was practicing and I was like, why does this keep rolling? Okay, fine. We'll, we'll, oh, I just punched my microphone there. Uh, but we'll just... <laughs> right up. Get into character. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm very well, Mercy like was... Mercy was a soul knife, so she's the perfect assassin because uh, she just throws her psychic blade and it disappears after impacting. So she was a perfect assassin. But she had quite a low sort of, I do what I do because I have to, not because I enjoy it. So get out of my face. <laughs> I like it. And that's it. But I never got to play her and I was so like, oh. Um, well, there is a part two of that one shot coming, by the way. So oh, wow. you're more than welcome <laughs> to jump on. Get, get Mercy in there to definitely be merciless. Um, but I, I thought, I don't know why that just seemed to suit her. You know, she was very typical, the tiefling rogue kind of thing. You know, that you've, you've all seen Nishka in like Neverwinter Nights 2. Yeah. The, the typical tiefling rogue. And I was thinking, first of all, sort of rolling into the whole Nishka vibe because I quite like Nishka and she was very energetic. And then I was like, no, no, actually, I'm going to go the opposite way with her voice because it's different. Mm. I think it really suits it, honestly. Um, yes, please play in the second part because I want to see Nishka in action. I will try not to get stuck in Lincoln again. Um, I make, I'm for, I can make no promises, though. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. It's, Best way um, to do that is avoid Lincoln. Yeah, just don't go to Lincoln. <laughs> don't go there. In Lincoln. You know what? Next time, I'm just going to record an audio of me getting stuck in traffic in Lincoln yeah, and we'll just, just swearing at people for we'll six put hours. Out, put it out as a bonus episode. Yeah. Bonus episode. <laughs> Walking Cobalt stuck in traffic. Yeah. Yeah, angry cobalt stuck in traffic. This is a yeah. Now, (laughs) is there any accents that you have difficulty with that you're like, I can't touch it, it's too hard to do? Yeah, there's plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Any of you really struggled with you? Like, I want to give it a go, but I just can't get it. One that I struggle with a bit, um, and that's because. It's really hard not to overdo it is like, and I don't want to generalize here, but like I am a Brit and I know America's a very big place, yeah. <laughs> The you know, and there are regional accents, you know, there. But if I was say just for ease, like anything over that side of the, the ocean, over the pond, for me is a little tricky just because it's hard not to exaggerate. I, I know that's because um, it is a very um, uh, it's a kind of accent. Isn't it? it it is. It's very. It's full of character. It's just full. It's it's, it's bouncy. There's peaks and and dips in 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 every sentence, um, and it's hard not to just like go overboard with it. Um, I mean, it does help though, and I find that I'm getting better and better at it because, um, and I'm gonna. 
you know, go back a bit to your previous episode on VTTs is that the fact that you play with people from around the world and obviously you've got the likes of Derek from DMDM Studios who's, who's from America and, um, you know, Joe as well from in the Blood War campaign um, who does like a, a, a Southern um, American accent, so, you know, of, of the US and it's brilliant and in my mind I'm just taking loads of notes because they're you know definitely yeah you, you play with people from around the world using VTTs and and uh you play with amazing people uh with all sorts of different voices and different characters and I find that it helps it helps improve what I my um repertoire as well listening to him you know and uh yeah definitely but American accent very very like Sorry to blanket the whole country, but it's <laughs> like, but but anything for me, Sorry. anything yeah. that side. Yes, I do apologise, but <laughs> what I mean to say is anything that side of the pond yeah. for me is 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 hard. But I am getting a lot better at it, as a future character will um, show. Because I think with that you go either two ways: you either go southern, or you go New York. Or you end up going sort of general American, which sounds very robotic, and hi, I'm an American. Nice to meet you. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's finding the nuances <laughs> in voices yeah. and and finding the, the little quirks. Like I mean, if you've got a South Walian accent is a very different accent to the North Walian accent, for example. Like the, the North Walian accent's very accentuated, it's very stops and slow vowels and then very, very sharp. You know, it's like it's there's lots of it's very different to a South Wales accent, which is what you're hearing right now. <laughs> so, Ooh, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, you know, yes, it's a North Wales very accentuated accent. I, I like. Suppose, uh, I suppose then it's yeah. like the difference between an Edinburgh accent and a Glasgow accent. Yeah, because very much the same principle. Yeah, it's. Because obviously, if you're from Glasgow, it, your, your accent tends to be a bit thick. No, the whole of the west side of Scotland, <clears throat> the accent tends to be heavier, a little bit thicker. But if you go sort of southeast of Scotland, it's a lot lighter. It's easier to it's easier for English people to understand. I've found having lived among English people for my whole life, they have trouble <laughs> listening to the Glasgow and the West Coast Scotland accent, but are fine when it comes to the southeast of Scotland. They're just... Mm. Is that kind of like, this is going to sound really sort of stupid, but is that kind of Edinburgh accent? Is that like Mrs. Doubtfire? That sort of thing. Help is on the way, dear. is on the way. That sort of thing. <laughs> then instead of the... It's a very, very bizarre frame of reference. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not you. even... I'm going to say I don't know how to answer that because I mean, just... you know, you mentioned the Glaswegian accent is more like that. See you, I'll battle you, that sort of thing. Um, again, I'll just yeah. what? <laughs> Why is that the sentence you went for? <laughs> well, I tell you she... what, yeah, it's just very stereotypical. You're really, so going, you're really going for the see you, Jimmy, aren't you? Yeah. With that? <laughs> that's orange wig on the lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You're with this... the Thomas Shanta <laughs> and your bagpipes. Um, <laughs> That's the, I suppose there's different areas, there's, there's different dialects, different. because um, I've played with a lot of Canadians, and mm-hmm. the weird thing about that is they have lots of little sayings that slip into conversation. You're like, what? And it, yeah, and you pick up different cadences and things like that, which is quite strange compared to like an American accent or 
as I just butchered Scottish accents there. <laughs> yeah, it's it, but but you know, if, if characters got sayings and things like that, is as as Ailey's wonderful catchphrase for for mercy, yeah. you know, throwing things uh, things like that in. I had a character before um, who was because I live in Cardiff in South Wales, and um, you know, the accent around here, if you, it can be pretty pretty exaggerated as well you know you listen to people and quite often around here you get uh people who add plural like pluralize everything (laughs) or like add s's to the ends of things so instead of um uh if you're saying i'm going over there it's i goes down there (laughs) (laughs) so you know so it's like i I goes over there and i sees this And it's like, uh, and I thought, uh, so I've used that in a character before. So they like, but to the point where they start adding the S's on the end of lots of different words, it doesn't even make sense. So I seize these goats over theirs, right? (laughs) And it's like... And it's, it, I don't know, it's just that's a bit of fun. But that's a good... Maybe not, maybe not so much to that, ex- <laughs> that, that exaggerated extent, but adding S's to the uh, end yeah. of thing. But it fun. does add a good role-play <laughs> moment as well. See, like, the characters will be like, is this, what's, what's going on? <laughs> why is he adding what, letters what to the end of this? What is he saying? Yeah, what's he saying? Also, don't saying? know why they need to go to these, the goats that are over there as well. Yeah. I don't know why I went for goats. Apparently there's goats over there. I don't know. Question, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm... I do have to wonder: Have you ever managed to convince somebody with your with your one of your accents? Because I recall a few years ago, before I really got into the the sphere, as it were, I dabbled with a bit of streaming with a group that I knew, and I did a, I did do an American accent, and I stayed mm. in accent throughout the whole thing, even when I wasn't in character because I thought it would be, you know, it was one of those ones I found it really difficult to get in and stay in. Like mm. it kept trying to want to, want to go Southern drawl, which is one of my favorite American accents to do. Not going to lie. I love it. Oh, so it's a, it's a wonderful accent. It I one that I'm not very good at. I will be totally honest. <laughs> I can just do, I, I, I can just do like the foghorn leghorn Southern lawyer. That's all I can do. I do declare. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> I think, but no, that was my favorite accent because one of my favorite characters I ever did had that accent. She was all happy and like, oh my, happy days. I'm so happy to meet you guys. I, you know what? Do you want a hug? Can I have a hug with you right now? I feel like everybody would benefit if we just all got down here and had a hug. Just come in, give me a hug. Come yeah, on. That's you know you brilliant. Want. That's all sort of Southern Yeah, that's um, amazing. And that's I, loved, really good. I loved her. But, before this, I was trying to do just a generic American, so very, very generic. And there were a couple of Americans watching, and they they contacted me afterwards. Um, and they said to me, oh, that English accent you did at the end of the stream there, that was brilliant. That was really good. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's that's my accent. That was me. And they're like, what, what do you mean? I said, no, that... That was me. (laughs) (laughs) They they genuinely thought that I was an American, and I didn't. I I was like, yeah, wow. I was like, wow. Okay, Um, I'm honoured that I did well enough that I I totally like confuddled you. Um, I 
um, also oddly insulted that you think that I was putting on my own accent right at the end. <laughs> that my own accent <laughs> sounds fake. My own accent sounds fake. That's, that's a good like, point, though. That's like that's the story of the Irish guy who applied in America for the role of an Irish person and got told to drop the accent because wow. it sounded fake. And he was like, wow. it's my accent. I'm just reading mm. normally. <laughs> Let's not forget that it's like everyone's voice is unique and everyone's got a, you know, my voice speaking now could be a character as could yours and and Shiv's mm. as well, you know. So it's, it, you know, everyone's voice is unique as well. And that's always an option. Definitely, so, definitely. Yeah. So here's a, here's a question I've always wondered when you're doing accents, do you ever end up, if someone else is doing an accent, do you end up like copying their accent and getting drawn into that and going, oh no, I've, I've, I'm changing my accent to, because their accent is good. And, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> it happens all the time. It happens, oh, happens at least twice a session. Yeah, I did it. I, I did, it was the last week, I think. I did it to Cadis. I suddenly, suddenly, suddenly started talking like that. <laughs> I don't know why it's a West Country accent all of a sudden. I don't know what's happened. I don't know what's going on here, but something's a bit wrong. And then in the podcast, that's when me and you were going off on the shut up man at the back. <laughs> Random Everyone's standing up going, I'm part of it. I know yeah. I'm part of it. <laughs> Who's absolutely devastated? I can't believe it. Yeah, oh, but that, that's the that's, sort of thing that can spur off a nice little uh, funny sort of role play moment as well. Yeah, yeah. So then, they got the, those those characters that stood up. I don't know whether it's because of their accent. Uh, they suddenly got a little little cameo yeah. and became characters themselves. But it's like such is the power of having a good accent. Exactly. But again, you don't have to do an accent. Exactly. But it does lead to fun moments like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things you. If you're confident to do it, give it a shot because you know, everyone's around the table, everyone's having fun. Just give it a go. If it doesn't work, then you know you can just be like, "I'll just butcher that accent. Don't worry about it. Just forget it. Move on. They don't sound like that anymore." All right. I've, so, I've probably butchered a few accents on this right now. But, you know, <laughs> so be it. So okay. So this whole the this whole practice, you know, thing with voicing. What would you do <laughs> to practice? Because it's it's fair enough to practice on your own. You, you sit mm-hmm. there, you can practice in front of a mirror, but the fact is you are hearing everything differently to how everybody else hears it. So the way that I hear myself is completely different to how you guys hear me. And that's in part because I'm hearing myself not just externally through my ears, but internally because, you know, it's reverberating through my freaking skull. So it's going to sound difficult, uh, difficult, different, you know, it's difficult as well. Sounds difficult. I can't even. I. It sounds difficult. I can't even listen to myself without like falling over my own asshole. So, um, <laughs> okay. how do you go? So, <laughs> that was a moment. Uh, so, how do you go about? I think that's called a prologue. How, how do you? How do you go about? How do you go about falling over your own asshole? I'm worried. I'm just, I'm just that's... going to say, if you if you think about something deeply enough. Anything is possible. <laughs> so, so oh, dream, yeah. dreams can happen. People. Dreams can happen. They dream really can. So, <laughs> the dream of, I've always had as a child. Follow, follow your dreams, people. Follow your that, own asshole. I would probably seek um, medical attention because that sounds like some serious prolapse. Prolapse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
but then again, that's a great word. I love that yeah. word, prolapse. That's, that's a wonderful word just to say. Wow. Not so much in, you know, in actual reality, but, you know, it's a good word just to say. Um, anyway. Thanks for having me saying? on, guys. Yeah. We're they will be about prolapse. So. <laughs> eight, we're done. Um, so uh, what I was trying to say was how would you go about practicing and you know actually knowing for a fact that you're getting better at it because you do sound different when you're just talking to yourself so what techniques would you use to improve your voice acting um i do like the idea of potentially getting away with it in real life i'll quite often or not i've um gone into greg's or something and gone i'll have uh, two sausage rolls please and and then <laughs> see if they pick pick a pick up on it and and if and if if they're convinced if they don't turn around and go hang on a minute you sounded weird then you're right then mate. then i have like score that's dodo right there it's like and this guy in scottish get out gregs yeah yeah i often think about i i become i, I play a lot of music as well mm. and, and the guitar and stuff and you know doing a voice is sort of there's there's musicality behind it you know and there's like i said before you know with pop <laughs> which is like you know your rhythm and tone and your pitch intonation of it you know um those that's always in my head as well. like to make an accent sound interesting you have peaks and you have troughs and ups and downs and and keep it engaging you know but these things can be practiced just listen to yourself record yourself get better that my advice that's the worst advice ever just get better <laughs> just get better just <laughs> just, get, just better. get get better get get good yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically practice, get good. Yeah, practice and repetition that's kind of that's yeah difference. i i mean and the only way you're going to do that is if you hear what you sound like and mm. ailey's t- absolutely right which is you know you do sound different to other people how you sound i mean how we sound in our heads is a lot to do with like the bones vibrating in your ear and, and it's, it's transmitted that way. It's not the same as your voice going into someone else's eardrum. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's completely different. And, and we've all done that thing where you hear your voice on tape oh, or whatever yeah. and you oh, go, cringe. is that what I sound like? Yeah. yeah. You know? And <laughs> so it is still... always worth it. Get, get a good quality microphone and just record yourself and say, Try it. I still find I cringe whenever I listen to that. That's that bite. That that clip. That was it. You, Cal, you made. Is oh dear. Oh well, bollocks. <laughs> I cringe when I I'm like. Oh, oh well, bollocks. Like? Oh well, bollocks. <laughs> oh well, it's, bollocks. It's 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 that. that it's that bollocks. It's not even bollocks. It's bollocks. Bollocks. Oh, <laughs> it's oh bollocks. Nasal. Yeah, I, I think the first time when we recorded the first episode of Homebrew Havoc, and then I listened to it back, I was like, oh, God, I hate myself. <laughs> I said God, oh, no. fucking idiot. I hate listening to myself. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I hate listening to myself unless I'm doing an accent. Because yeah, if I'm doing an accent. Cover up. Yeah, well, if I'm doing an accent, it's like, that's not me. It's fine. Mm. It's yeah yeah and then i'm listening to my normal voice and i'm like oh my god i hate you go away shut yeah. up the but, thing is once you've been yeah. doing this enough times like the podcast and homebrew havoc and stuff it just becomes you just forget it you're like that's just my voice that's yeah. what it sounds like it's not a problem um yeah 
Just... I mean, that's why I, rec I, I recorded a jingle for a radio station. Because I wanted to do, yeah, it's only like a little local thing. It was just something I did because they needed a female voice and I was the only one. Was this when you were stuck that... in traffic in Lincolns? No. This was a... Yes, I absolutely recorded Fuck a radio Lincoln jingle. Fucking Lincoln it's shit. Don't come here. Stay out of the traffic in Lincoln. With a little mini xylophone um, on your da dashboard. Ding, ding, ding. Bing, bing. Bong. Yeah. Traffic in Lincoln today is absolute bollocks. Please stay away <laughs> from the area. That's when you do that thing where bing, you smash it, you hit your chest enough times to make it sound like you're in a helicopter. <laughs> Eye in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's not. Just, it's like, absolutely disgusting. That just that sounds like heart pal. Yeah, that sounds like heart palpitations waiting to happen. I'm having um, a coronary. No, no. I I did it about a year and a half ago, mm. and I I just because I thought to myself, I want to do. I knew then I want I want to do a podcast. I don't know what I want to do for a podcast, but I want to do a podcast. But I'm terrified of having my voice broadcast, so I'm going to do something really stupid. And put my voice on a radio station. Fair enough. I don't listen to that radio station, so I don't even know what it's it bad. sounds like. But I did it, and I thought, well, mm. I've been on a radio station, you know. Fair I've enough. been on a jingle. Yeah. A podcast can't be that bad if I've already recorded a fucking jingle. Exactly, and we've done eight episodes of this, so, you know. Well done. Welcome to Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. I hope you like <laughs> traffic. <laughs> The traffic report. <laughs> it's bollocks. <laughs> don't, it's bollocks. Don't, 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 it's bollocks. Don't drive out here right now. Stay in your homes, folks. Stay in your homes. Bar the doors and that turn off like, all your lights. That sounds like very end of days in Lincoln. Yeah. No. Sometimes it feels like it when you're yeah. stuck in traffic for two hours. Right next to a McDonald's that you can't get to because of the traffic. Just man the curb. Not that, <laughs> not that I was angry or anything and getting hungry at that point, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm naturally an angry person. I've decided this. Just getting angry. Hope you like the road <laughs> on the road again to Lincoln. <laughs> this is going to be a thing now, isn't yeah. it? Are you stuck in? Are you stuck in Lincoln again? It's like yes. yeah, it becomes like a, a saying. Oh God, I've had such a bad day. It feels like I've been stuck in Lincoln. Oh. <laughs> it's a, it's like like a traffic jam in Lincoln yeah, is well, definitely yeah. going to be a saying. Yeah. yeah. How bad was? Oh, yeah, just... what was that? What was work like? Oh, it was like a traffic jam in Lincoln. Oh, that was. Traffic jam in Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Actually, you you mentioning work just made me think, Cal. Do you find that listening to obviously you mentioned listening to people from all over? Do you find that you mm. actively, you know, listen in to people and how they sound? Like, just you're sitting on a bus or whatever, and you can hear people talking, and you actively make the effort to listen to how they sound. The main reason I ask is because where I work, there are people with lots of different accents. Now, mostly it's Midlands, like sort of Sheffield mm -hmm. and that kind of area, because that's where I live. Um, but we have a lot of people from places like Slovakia, Lithuania, mm -hmm. Poland, um, Latvia, out sort of that way. And it's really interesting to listen to how they speak. And even though some of these countries are like right next to each other, 
the difference in how they sound is really mm. stark. And I find that quite interesting. And yeah, I find myself trying to mimic them as I'm walking around <laughs> at my job and I feel like a bit of a dick <laughs> as I'm going around mimicking them. But I don't know, is, is that a good way to sort of practice next to, to mimic, like maybe find sound clips on the internet and try and mimic them? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the, the I mean, you do that and then you do, as I said earlier, and you mimic it and record it and listen to yourself back whether you're, you're doing it right. I mean, it's it's like if you're learning a guitar, you're going to listen to the song and then play it on the guitar and think, oh, does that sound right? Oh, no, that note's wrong. You know, it's the same with little inflections in the voice and things that you're trying to mimic, you know, it's the same sort of principle. Um, but, yeah, it, you know, walk around your office and, talk to people in a different accent um whatever just just do it like if people ask you um what you're doing just say just tell them to go away <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing there go away <laughs> i mean you could just even lie and go oh, i've just i've got i'm in a play or I'm, i've got this part and i'm just trying something new out just lie, <laughs> just lie. no no i i think you should tell them to go away <laughs> tell like them to mentor. Tell yeah. them to bite you. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, well, that's a that's an interesting. But go, go away. away. Yeah. Done. <laughs> like, oh God! Startled. Run away. No, this is this <laughs> is not sound advice, by the way. <laughs> no, this, um, this is probably quite dangerous advice. So uh, don't take this as gospel. No, don't do that. Um, Please don't do that. Uh, no. but always be kind and respectful. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, we're, we're talking about voice acting and how to get better, but. You don't have to do it, do you? No. Well, no. But, I mean, that, that that comes with it. And also, um, it, often with TTRPGs anyway, it's like what comes is the description of things, you know, and, you know, the words you use are, are more important than the way they sound, you know. It's, if you're reading a book, you know, the descriptions in that book go into your head and you can paint a picture and get immersed in it. It's very similar to, you know, a DM speaking in a TTRPG is they'll use language rather than tricks of the voice to get you immersed in it, you know. Um, it's a bonus. That's all it is really with, when it comes to TTRPGs is a bonus that adds to fun moments and, you know, gives gives it a bit of character. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it's it's not the be all and end all of a game. Absolutely, no, definitely not. Yeah, that's good. Good advice, I feel. And I think um... I don't. I don't know. I disagree. It's completely <laughs> terrible advice. But um, but there, there are things. I mean, yeah. there there are things you need to do, and it is important that 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 you know, if if you want to get. If you want to do voice acting, you've got to look after your voice. It's a really important thing. Mm. It's happened to me quite a lot where I've done auditions for like gravelly voiced parts and things that I've really damaged my voice. And it's t with practice and care that I've been able to stop it from happening where I've actually like ended up damaging my voice and losing my voice on occasion. So you have to don't force your voice. Don't ever force your voice if you're looking to. You know, if you're going to be playing a, a, a really gruff half-orc or something, you know, um, don't overdo it, you know, do it within your means. Um, 
with practice, it'll get a bit better, but you've got to look after yourself. Drink some water with some warm honey. Uh, have a deep breath in a steamy shower and, and, and let your, let your vocal cords relax a bit. Otherwise, uh, you're going to do yourself some damage. So that is actually some advice. Actually that is some genuine advice. advice. Rather, yeah. rather than all of the, um, the, Often silly advice that I've given this in this session, um, but believe it or not, I do actually know what I'm doing. It might not sound like it, but I've had a lot of experience with it, and um, you know, I, it, it's practice. It's if it's and and just take care, um, just take care of yourself because losing your voice is not fun at all, and you don't want to do yourself permanent damage. Um, yeah, for the sake of a good character. Um, language is more important than the voice itself in, when it comes to TTRPGs. Yeah. Use your words. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think... Drop, drop a C-bomb every now and then. Yeah, or you could just do that in mid-session. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Oops. on that note, I think, I think that makes it a good chance to end the episode <laughs> and wrap this up. So, yeah, no, we want to thank Cal for joining us. You've given some excellent insights into... Uh, the world of voice acting and finding your character. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Where can we find you? Can, if yeah, we want to find some... out, if we want to find out more, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at D and D on Twitter, or you can go to cleednd.com for multiple voice acting related things and comedy things and TTRPG things. All of the things. Come and say hello to me on Twitter at cleednd. And every Thursday with these two wonderful people on Homebrew Havoc on the Ampersand Productions Twitch channel. Thank you. And you can, if you want to find out more about the Two Kobolds podcast, join us at Two Kiat Podcast on Twitter and keep up to date what's going on. And for, the, for now, I've been Shiv. And I have been Ailey. And sort of, maybe. Sort of, maybe. <laughs> in some dimensions, a variant of. Yeah. Um, I can confirm you have been Ailey, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did it. <laughs> I did it. I succeeded. Success. You're, you're, you're okay, Ailey, all right? You're all right. Success. And you can hear us again this Thursday for on Hybrid Habit with Cal. And I hope you have a lovely weekend and come listen to us again soon. See you later. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.